1: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap here for the Fightful.com podcast, September 23rd edition brought to you by DraftBeast.com and On It. Go to DraftBeast.com for, your, for the most fun you will have in fantasy sports. Even if you take Yahoo's advice and put the must start Gronk in your lineup this week, ill advised, ill advised. Also, go to On It via our podcast page, fightful.com slash podcast. We're about to get a new podcast page that sorts our shows by day and host things of that nature. So that's something to look out for. But click any of our podcast pages and you'll see that big blue on it link. You can check out their great supp- uh, their supplements, their equipment, their apparel used by people like uh, Bailey, Cesaro, Triple H, Seth Rollins, all of your favorite wrestlers. So go check that out. Support the show. I am joined by Vince Russo. Vince, how are you? All right, Sean Ross. What's going on, bro? Man, you had it out on the phone earlier this week. Yeah,
2: yeah, we did, bro. But I think that's healthy, man. I think that's good. You know what I mean, bro? There's a lot of people uh, I'd like to have it like that out over the phone with, to you know, to you know, I I would. I mean, that's the God honest truth, bro. I don't like, uh, you know, I don't like when there's issues and stuff like that. And I think any two people, you know, if they freaking get on a phone together, can hash it out and uh make their relationship stronger i just experienced that with freaking kevin sullivan bro and i
1: I saw i loved it i loved it i could have spoke to him for hours bro well i personally think that's the best way to handle things i mean it wasn't a public thing but i mean now that it's over i don't really have a problem talking about it but i thought it was an issue between you and i and it was something that I had a problem with more than you had a problem. Bro, with,
2: I think but. you're trying to trap me because you told me not to talk about it. So now, now you get now I'm afraid. Well, now I'm afraid. Well, now I, think, I think this is entrapment, bro.
1: Our, our Thursday
2: co-host, Matt Riddle, wants to hear about it. Well, I don't. You better lead the conversation then because now you got me confused of what I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say. And I don't well, want to get
1: I don't want to get yelled at again. You're not allowed to say anything. We're gonna heavily right. edit you no matter what. Okay. We're gonna All right. we're gonna make you look really bad. All right. Also, Matt Riddle wants to get you in the ring to show you the difference between real and fake. That is that's he, the thing that is happened.
2: he the bro guy,
1: Matt Riddle? Is he the bro guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. He said that he's gonna show people the real quality of a real bro. Yeah. Now I'm a fan of Matt Riddle and I don't even know him and I like him. You can suck up to him all you want. So here is the issue. A lot, we talked about TJ Perkins and Josh Matthews last week. By far the most most feedback we've gotten on any show so far, right, Vince? Uh, well, I, bro,
2: let, let's not get into the whole I'm not allowed into the site, so I can't see comments and I can't see feedback. So you have to tell me. I don't know. I'll take
1: your word for it, bro. You work for multiple other competing websites, Vince. We're not giving you a login, just so you know. Oh, all right. If something happens and you leave those other websites, then you'll get one. All right. Then you'll get one. That would have been like Vince McMahon giving the keys to to, uh, Sting in the middle of the Monday night wars and say, just do whatever you
2: want. I I don't, I don't think so, bro. But anyway, go ahead. Let's not have that conversation. That's, you know, that's Jimmy, Jimmy to you, James to me, that's his decision. And I'll respect that.
1: So (laughs) either way, we talked about Josh, Josh Matthews and TJ Perkins. I felt that, you know, I don't think Josh Matthews is a bad person. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know him. I just thought he said some dumb stuff and he was treated as such so much so that he deleted the tweet. We had an argument on air about TJ Perkins and Josh Matthews, and on your show, which show was it? Oh, God. I, I honestly don't know, bro. One of them. I, I don't know. One of your shows yeah, over I don't at know the brand. You made a comment that me and you had this argument on air, and you said that you had to clarify that TJ Perkins didn't actually win anything. I took exception to that comment because I don't think you did have to clarify it. I think that I knew. I think that our audience is smart enough to know, especially the Fightful audience that, that loves the crossover between MMA and pro wrestling. We all know pro wrestling's predetermined. Well, host, see, let me stop you right there. Because
2: don't say, Sean, we all know. Now, you can say you know. But, Sean, I... I'm going to disagree with you because we all don't know because when something like that happens, bro, you have no idea how many tweets I get from people like literally trying to stick it up my rear end because, you know, Kevin Owens became the WWE champion. So don't say we, bro. There's a lot of people within the internet wrestling community that, that when they think somebody wins a title, they act that way. So I just want to stop you with the we. I know not you, but there are a lot of people in this community, bro, that when somebody wins a, a, a fake title in a
1: fake match, they carry on like the guy really won. Well, I think that's more because they did achieve something within that business. Them having that on their resume – did something. Look, like I can go on and on about you being WCW World Champion, but that's something that happened. It did happen. It was an achievement, whether but, regardless of it, no. But Sean, it, see, it's
2: it's really not an achievement, bro. It's it's really not an achievement. Me me putting the WCW title on myself was not an achievement. What it really comes down to, Sean, is one one man's decision. That's what it really comes down to. It's not an achievement. Vince Vince McMahon had to be the guy that decided Kevin Owens is going to be the WWE world champion. Now, we don't know if that's the right or wrong decision, but it, you can't say it's an achievement when sure. one, one guy is making that decision, bro. I mean, and, and I'm not saying this against Kevin Owens, but put anybody in that spot. One guy is making the decision. So it's like to call it a big achievement and this, that, and the other thing. I think that's stretching it a little
1: bit, bro. Sure, and he couldn't have that spot or that role or his his job on Raw had things. I mean, he was at the very lowest rungs of TNA when he was there. I mean, like he couldn't get on TV. And then who, when he who, did who get who on we TV, talking, Who are we talking about now? Perkins? Okay. TJ Perkins. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. And couldn't get on TV, despite for a long time. I mean, like, he's really, really good in the ring. He blew away TNA management with his portrayal of the manic suicide character. From what I understand, I've been told that by several people backstage. This is a guy who was once homeless while trying to make a go of it as a wrestler. So, you know, he doesn't want to lose that job, but he also wanted to speak up and say, Hey, I'm not cool with this. I'm not cool with this. I thought Josh Matthews, what he said was, you know, his right to say it. But when a guy does then leave, Rolls the dice, leaves, and then makes it on. Makes it to the top, not the top levels of WWE, but makes it into WWE less than a year later, when a lot of people didn't really expect that. I can say that most people didn't expect that. Is now on Raw. Well, was not on Raw this week, but that's a completely different conversation, uh, which we will talk about later. And as cruiserweight champion, somebody has some faith in him somewhere. So even though a guy like Josh Matthews didn't have faith in him, evidently guys like Triple H and Vince McMahon at least have a little bit of faith in him. That was the point. Now, there were all, there was also things.
2: Wait, wait, Sean, hold on for a second. That's the thing, bro. One guy didn't have faith in him, Josh Matthews. And one guy did have faith in him, Vince McMahon. So like, what's, like, what's the difference? Maybe Vince McMahon made a wrong decision. Just, just because TJ is in that spot doesn't mean it's the right decision. So like, you, you, like you, you're basically saying Josh Matthews was wrong because Vince yeah. McMahon made him in a decision to put him in a different spot. Bro, Vince McMahon is the same guy that didn't want Steve Austin to open his mouth and never cut a promo. So, like, you sure. can't assume because, oh, okay, because Triple H or Vince McMahon made this decision,
1: it's the right decision. We don't know that. I, and it, whether it's the right decision or not, TJ Perkins got there. He's on Raw now. He's in the WWE a year after this thing, ha- less than a year after, 10 or 11 months after it. This is a guy who – Josh Matthews who insinuated he didn't really – I don't know if he thought that that T.J. Perkins could achieve anything or go anywhere afterwards, but he's doing just fine for himself. And apparently Josh Matthews regretted what he tweeted because he deleted it. Also, I had messages from multiple people in TNA. You
2: jumped to a lot of uh, assumptions. You you just made the assumption, Sean Rossap, that well, uh, apparently uh, uh, Josh Matthews, you know, d- deleted. Bro, how do you know Josh Matthews wasn't told to delete it? Maybe Josh. It was, it was months later. It doesn't. Months but it later. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, bro. Maybe he didn't want to delete it. Maybe the higher ups at TNA told him to. Yeah, you, you bro, you just assume a lot. Do you, you can't. Do you assume think Matt Hardy
1: told him to delete it?
2: See, bro? Bro, you assume a lot. I'm just you, – you assume. Sure, you sure. can't,
1: though, bro, you, you don't know. I mean, it's a podcast. I can assume a lot All of right. things. All right. But, well, you got
2: to say that then. You got to say, I assume. I assume that you got yeah, to say I, that. I, should,
1: I assume that Josh Matthews realizes it was a dumb There you go. Okay, that's much better. Go. There you go. All right. Just like on your show, Vince, I would have preferred you to say – I opted to clarify to this audience because I have not had one person on our site confuse the difference between a real MMA championship victory and a pro wrestling championship victory. Uh,
2: bro, you'd, 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 you'd be
1: surprised at this, some of the tweets I get, bro. Now, didn't you say on one of your old shows that, that Josh Matthews didn't have any business giving people advice?
2: Yeah but this this wasn't Josh Matthews giving anybody advice. Josh Matthews was saying, bro, like if you're not happy, leave. That's not giving somebody advice, bro. What well, what what advice is that? Bro, first of all, he, he, bro, I I'm assuming, see it's an assumption there. TJ TJ Perkins is your boy. I'm assuming you have an open line of dialogue with T.J. Perkins. No, not at all. All right, okay. Well, then I assumed wrong, so that's why I assumed it. But the fact (laughs) of the matter is, bro, first of all, you're forgetting one very key thing, key element. Back all this thing up to the beginning. In my opinion, T.J. Perkins started the chain reaction by publicly going with something that was very private. I don't think TJ Perkins should have aired his dirty laundry on Twitter. So he kind of started the effect. So he aired his dirty laundry on Twitter. Josh Matthews, sticking up for his company, said, Bro, if you don't like it, leave. I don't think there were I, I think I think TJ was more at fault for airing his dirty laundry than than Josh Matthews saying, brother, if you don't like it, leave.
1: So here's how I was told multiple sources, people that were there told me how this happened. TJ Perkins was pitched this idea and said on multiple occasions to those guys, I'm not comfortable with this. There are people in my family battling mental health issues. I'm not cool with this idea. And what happened was, whether it be from Josh Matthews and likely someone told him to do this on commentary during one of TJ Perkins matches, they started to run the storyline via commentary for him and he wasn't, he wasn't happy with it. Um, okay. In fact, here, here's all that's
2: understandable. I totally get that. But at that point he
1: went public with it. That that's the part I disagree with. Also, they they had told him, "Sure, that's fine, that's fine. We won't do it." Then they
2: did it. Okay, I'm I'm with you. I'm bro. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm with you. But going public with it, I don't think that's the right thing to do. That's all. That's what I'm saying. And I don't think you do either. I mean, I my God, God, bro, right When, I, when it. I was working at TNA, you know how many things I would have liked to say publicly, but I knew I couldn't.
1: Sure, sure. But, I mean, like – I mean, last week the thing was you you said that people who are employees or independent contractors should do what they're asked of. Yeah, Well, Yeah, and I do believe that. I do believe so, that, bro. So let's take a, a really good example, a friend of ours, Elijah Burke, the Pope. Right, the Pope. Love the Pope. Wonderful person. Wonderful person. Uh, one of my favorite people in the wrestling business. Ten years ago, he was pitched the Spirit Squad gimmick. Okay. And he said, I'm not doing that. Okay. And it was a good move for him because all of those guys bro,
2: have no connection. Bro, to that I anymore. think you're getting off topic, Sean Ross. Yes, I do, bro. Bro, TJ Perkins is being paid as an independent contractor from TNA. TNA is going to TJ Perkins and saying, okay, TJ, we want you to do this. As an independent contractor, TJ has the right to say, I'm uncomfortable doing that. I don't want to do that. Therefore, I'm not going to take the job. Bro, it's like if if I hire an independent contractor to come to my house and I say, bro, I want you to paint my house blue. And the independent contractor says, I can't do that. I want to paint your house green. And I say, well, bro, bro. I want either paint it blue or don't accept the job. Then the independent contractor doesn't accept the job. So you got Sean, I think you're losing sight of the fact Way that different. they're in Way no different. bro, they're independent contractors. Yes. I'm paying you to do a job. If you don't want to do that job, don't take the job. That's that that's all that Josh Matthews said, bro.
1: And I don't think there was anything wrong with what he said. This is way different than that. It's way different from auditioning for a specific role. If you sign up to be portrayed in a certain role, that's one thing. Pro wrestling is a lot different. You can be portrayed in any number of roles. Next week, Roman Reigns could come out and be Duke the Dumpster, Drosy Jr. That's right. The next week, they could have him be Roman Reigns again. That's right. The next week, he could be Dink the Clown. Right. And they could... Try to, I mean, you could be portrayed uh, several different ways. Right. It doesn't mean that it makes sense or that you have to do it. You don't have to do it. Right. But once
2: you don't do it, bro, then like Josh Matthews said, if you don't want to do it, leave. I don't think there w- there's anything wrong with that statement, bro. I mean, I, th- that could have been my stance when I was in that spot. It just wasn't. I just didn't. I, I never played the if you don't like it, leave card. That wasn't my gimmick. But sure. I had every right to. I had every right to say, bro, you're an independent contractor. You're getting paid by us to do this job. This is the job we want you to do. If you don't want to do the job, leave. I, I didn't handle things that way, but other people did. And quite frankly, according to the structure of the business, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: That's why I don't think there's anything wrong with what Josh Matthews said. Well, I mean, I know what side of the the table you're on. And to be fair, you've been on this side of the table for a long time. Like, I mean, there was a Hogan storyline based around basically this. So, I mean, him refusing to... Do uh, do his job and things of that nature. So I respect that you're on that side of the table and you've stayed consistent for what 16 years, but I just disagree. I think that there's a lot of room for negotiation in a situation such as that, especially when you are an independent contractor, and you have to look out for your own future. But, bro, to put yourself,
2: Sean, in the shoes of the employee, if I'm hiring and paying an independent contractor and I'm giving an independent contractor a job, I'm not giving them a job to negotiate. <laughs> like, bro, you, you, you got to put yourself in the shoes of the employer. You're paying somebody to do a specific job. There's no negotiation. Okay, what's your price? My price is a thousand bucks a night. Okay, for a thousand bucks, this is what we want you to do. Either take it or leave it on the table. There's no
1: negotiation, bro. People as workers do have rights, Vince. TJ Perkins, yeah, that was a very that, you know, the the schizophrenia thing to people who have not dealt with it, who have not had to face mental illness and mental health it may not seem like a big thing the issue one of the issues vince Bro, you skirt skirting it. This has nothing no, to he, do. This has nothing to do
2: with it. It has everything to I'm do with it. I'm not saying he was wrong for saying. You know what? This this is a issue in my family. I've got a big problem with this. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not saying the guy was wrong for saying that. I completely understand. But in the same vein, from a management position, Josh Matthews saying, "If you don't like it, leave." is correct as well. So like, you don't have to tell me the backstory is his family. I get it. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the guy saying I can't do that. But, but TJ has to understand as an independent contractor, when somebody gives you a job and you say, I can't do that job, you probably
1: shouldn't take the job. Okay. Now when he was given that job, he wasn't told, Hey, you're going to play a schizophrenic character. That wasn't part of the negotiations. So where, where, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line in this? Now, it is a part of the issue because he was told flat out this isn't going to happen. We are – we're not going with the storyline. Then they did it anyway.
2: That's that's yeah, but bro, you got to see again, Sean, like who told him that? Did whoever tell him that have the right of authority to tell him that you, you, you got to understand. like this? There's, there's so many unknowns that you really don't
1: know who gave him who gave believe, him that information. I believe and I could be wrong, but I can check. It was yeah, boy. John Gordorik. Well, you, but you don't know that, bro. I could be wrong. I mean, that's I'm just saying what what I'm
2: trying to explain is I totally get TJ's position and I've dealt with it a million times. I, I dealt with the talent a million times that couldn't do something for specific reasons. I was the guy that that, you know, nine, nine times out of 10 tried to work with the talent unless it was totally unreasonable. Nine times out of 10, like somebody not wanting to do a job. That's unreasonable to me. And that and that happened with me, and I would say, bro, that's that's unreasonable. I did that with Goldberg. Okay, when I said, No, bro, like that's unreasonable. You can lose a match. But on the other side of the coin, from a management position, Josh Matthews has every right to say, if you don't like it, leave. Don't 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 air your dirty laundry publicly if you don't like it,
1: leave. I I I can't count the number of people that have aired their dirty laundry. Okay, on that don't, Twitter. that don't make it right though, bro. That doesn't make it sure. right. Sure, it doesn't. It also doesn't make it right to tell a person, we're not running with this storyline and then do it. I agree. You shouldn't. I, agree. I, I think that's, in my opinion, in almost every pro wrestling company, working the boys is in bad taste. And TNA has had a long history of working the boys. They they really have. They They've had a real problem with that at times. It's cost people their jobs. It's, it's made people just flat out leave the company. It's caused legal action. Like There, there have been a lot of issues where, where that type of thing has happened. And also on that podcast, which fortunately Jeff Lane kind of corrected, you said that I compared rape to schizophrenia. I did not compare the two, which you did agree later, but I wanted to clear that up for people who may have misconstrued that. I said whether, you're, whether you are portrayed as a trash man or portrayed as a rapist – you do have the right to go and say, Hey, I'm not cool with this. And if you're told, Okay, we won't run with it, then if you go on WWE TV and they say, Yeah, he just got back from his, his job as a trash man on commentary, I'd be like, Well, what the hell? What would what you just told me right. that wasn't happening? I, I agree with you one thousand
2: percent, but that doesn't give you the right to air your dirty laundry publicly. You go you, know you know go you go you from? go to the guy that said, Hey, I thought you told me we weren't going there.
1: That's how you handle it, bro. That's all that I'm saying. You know where this all stemmed from, Vince? This whole disagreement. You were mad that I called you a bad fantasy football player at the beginning of of last week's show. That's not true at all. That's where you got pissy that I called you a bad fantasy football player. Meanwhile, you run around with Disco Inferno. So, how am I to believe that you are a good fantasy football player? No, that's not Sean. Sure. You know what
2: it is, bro. Here, see, when I say these things, this is where you get hot at me, and this is how I have to look at things from my seat, okay, bro. Your job really consists of getting the scoop, getting the story, your sources, making making relationships, okay, with the boys. That's sure. Oh, sure that's your job and you you're very good at that job and I know you got a lot of connections. However, bro, here's what you what you don't understand what 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 I see from where I sit being that's your mindset which which is totally understandable cuz that's how you make your money and I get it, but you're always going to err on the
1: side of the boys. Yep. Oh, I have. I have. I talk to management. I talk to PR. I talk to uh, coordinators who uh, will send us interviews. We'll do that type of thing. Bro, too. Have you
2: ever spoken to Vince McMahon? Okay. No, I've spoken to Triple H. Okay. Have you ever spoken to Vince McMahon? Have you ever spoken to Dixie Carter?
1: I've spoken to Dixie Carter multiple times. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, are they giving you this type of information? Dixie Carter might, but she probably wouldn't mean to do it, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: But I just think that's why I look at it the way I do. I'm like, okay, Sean's got to air in favor of the boys, and I totally, totally, totally get that. But i got to put
1: myself in 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 both seats. And I'll say this. The the most inside information I get is not generally from the boys. It's from somebody a little higher up, somebody in management, whether, regardless of the company. Did you ever get your picture taken with Triple H after you won a title? I should have because I, you know, I was awarded the million dollar championship by Ted DiBiase and, on video. And
2: you never got your picture taken with Triple H. No, I need to get that. Yeah, you got to get that done. You got to get that
1: done. I need to post the video of Ted DiBiase crowning me the million dollar championship. Yes, that
2: is, that's a, that I mean, that's a big deal,
1: I think. It is. Also, won a couple of little, wonder I wonder what happened to that. I wonder what happened with that belt, bro. What oh, it's in think? a vault. It's in a vault. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, which Steve Austin said it was a giant piece of shit. A beautiful belt, but a real piece of shit. You don't think
2: – go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: The little diamonds would fall out all the time. You don't think DiBiase owns that belt? You don't think that's his? No, he said it on multiple occasions that it is uh, in a vault somewhere. Well, now, why wouldn't they give that belt to, to the million-dollar man? Know. They should. That's crazy, should. man. You know, Virgil runs around with a replica.
2: Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, if that's how he makes his living, good for him. It's smart. He's a really entertaining guy. Did you ever have any interactions nah, with him? No, not, I mean, pa- you know, in passing, never really sat down and, you know. But, I, yeah, he's a very entertaining guy, bro.
1: So here, here's the situation. I still want an explanation of why you got so pissy over the fantasy football comment because, as I said, you do run around with Disco Inferno. You once told me recently that you were retiring from fantasy sports. No, I, I am. I'm done.
2: This this I'm done. I'm not playing fantasy no, sports. Right. Yeah. I I, I I was right. Well no, let me let me correct that. Let me correct that. I will play fantasy sports on a per week or per game basis. I won't play for a season anymore. I'm done with that.
1: Well, it's a good thing that you have that option. And that was drag- another thing. The whole, the, drag- an the
2: whole thing started, to. before you get into this commercial, which I'll help you plug. The whole thing also started because, again, you took the side of one of your boys, just like TJ Perkins is your boy. You took Ooh. you took the side of Shane Helms because, because he's in your fantasy, and you refused to hear the other side. So that's why I got to sit there. I got to say, no, Sean. There's two sides to this, bro. And just because Shane is your boy, there is another side you need to listen to. That's officially how things started getting out of hand with you.
1: I beat the brakes off of Shane Helms in week one. Did you too. week? Uh, did you win week two? I didn't win week oh, two. So you're one and one. I'm one and one in both of my leagues. Did I you? Have a league with some luminaries, and then some, then one with some Twitter friends of mine.
2: Did you uh, lose to anybody who, who who's anything in in week two, or do we not know the person you lost to?
1: I should probably look that up. I don't think you all would know anybody. Oh, okay. Uh, or know them. I think actually, as I mentioned, Luke Zachary. I thought he was in the league still. He's a former UFC fighter. I don't know if he's still in the league. I don't know. But either way, looking rough. But, yeah, DraftBeast.com, guys, go there for the most fun fantasy football experience you will have. You can play their goon games where you pick the most penalized players. They have traditional games, games where you pick the worst team possible, all kinds of fun stuff. Cody Rhodes signed with uh, TNA Wrestling. Well, not signed. He's going to appear for TNA Wrestling. What do you make of this move?
2: Um, So he hasn't appeared yet. They just kind of had that little vignette, right? Correct. I was really disappointed in that. You know what I mean, bro? But that's how they debuted yeah, it? Yeah, man. I mean, come on, man. The guy's doing his his freaking, uh, you know, uh, I, I thought that was weak.
1: Cufflinks. I mean,
2: my God, with what they're doing with the final deletion, I would think, I mean, can we not come up with something more creative than that? I did, I did not like that. I think they could have done better.
1: Speaking of creative, they, they signed his wife, and they can call her Brandy Rhodes. Right. Because the WWE has never owned that name. Right. They can't call him Cody Rhodes, which I think is weird because he has said, even in high school, he would call himself Cody Rhodes. He said that he has never been Cody Runnels because he didn't know Virgil Runnels. He only knew Dusty Rhodes. But you see, bro, you that's
2: to see again Aaron on the side of the boys.
1: I'm just asking. What do you think about
2: that? Bro, who signed the contract where he signed his name away? Who signed that contract? I'm sure he did. Okay. (laughs) Bro, that's it. it. He signed the contract. He signed away the rights to his name. I, I didn't. You didn't. Well, sure. uh, well, that's what he that he saw. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing well, with you. I'm, I'm just saying. saying this is what he said. But, but you say it's ridiculous. No, bro, it's ridiculous that you t- – I say it was ridiculous? Yeah, you
1: said he he went by that the name the Rhodes and not
2: Reynolds and this and that. Well, well bro, you got to ask yourself, why would you agree to that?
1: Maybe I said that he said it was ridiculous. Yeah, okay. And,
2: ridiculous. Bro, and I'm just saying, you, bro, he signed the rights away. Nobody else did but him.
1: So here's how TNA can get around that. They're just going to call him Cody cuz that is his real name. Uh, that's it. Yeah, like, it's weird. Like share. Yeah, uh, but here, I don't like it. Little- Do it when he's on air with Brandy. Because they can call her Brandy Rose. So Cody and Brandy Rose. Oh, bro. Right? right, right.
2: That's 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 weak. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, well Mr. Corgan, all due respect, like that's very weak.
1: Well, I mean I hope you weren't around for this, but didn't TNA once try to call Bubba Ray Dudley Brother Ray Deadly?
2: I never heard of that before, bro. Oh. I swear had to god. They registered I swear to god, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Bro, what's I'm, I'm I got a, I got ADD. So I'm going crazy. What's that logo on your shirt? What, what what's your, what's on your shirt?
1: Oh. It's the Kraken Fight team. Who,
2: what what is that? What is that? The Kraken Fight team.
1: That is they, uh my local fight They
2: team. smoke crack and then they
1: fight? No, it's we we fight and do pro wrestling and catch is catch can wrestling. Trained with guys like Billy Robinson and Josh Barnett, former UFC heavyweight champion. What's it like? A little, uh, like a little club. It's a fight team. It's Just an MMA
2: team. Oh, that's cool, bro. Bro, I've seen like some of that catches cat can wrestling. Yes. That's free. I, I watch that and I'm exhausted.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's rough. I went back. Uh, I've been really inconsistent. I had a car wreck like two, late 2012, and it really messed up my shoulders. So sparring, like MMA sparring, really tough for me. Holding my hands up is as bad as sprinting to me, but I've been in and out because you know, you, you gotta sacrifice a lot to do this type of job. But I've been going back lately, and yesterday I grappled with my coach who is a very stout two hundred pounds now, and I am much less than that. It was like trying to move a sidewalk. I felt like a kid yeah. trying to fight his dad. Yeah, that's correct. That's what I felt. Yeah, like. I saw and he was Good. He was going at like thirty percent. Yeah. And I was trying it was it was uh, yeah i I love bro in the movie,
2: uh, what was it Fox catcher right, fox catcher, yeah, I love when they oh, I, I love when they were doing that in that movie, I was like that i mean that, that was cool,
1: yeah that that's more amateur wrestling freestyle wrestling, this you you add submissions in as well, yeah, um uh, I think it I think it's uh fun to watch it can be you know pro wrestling kind of started out as as catch can wrestling, but those matches can go four hours, and people were like, who's gonna sit around and watch a four hour match,
2: yeah, right,
1: so. Bray Wyatt says, Vince McMahon is above man. Vince. He says, and I quote, Vince McMahon is not a human being. They don't make people like Vince. Vince is Vince. I can't even describe to you what it's like being in a room with Vince McMahon. He is above man. That's the best way I can put it. Like minded people take over the world, so I've always had a great rapport with him. Uh, what do you make of that statement?
2: All right, bro. There's one. There's one guy that's above man, and it's not Vince McMahon. With with all due respect, bro.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Vince. I mean, that's a little. Much. I love.
2: I'm the biggest Bray Wyatt fan in the world, but like, that's a little much to me. There's what. There's one, and he's not even a man. There's one person above man, and it ain't Vince.
1: You just McMahon. keep putting me over, Vince. Yeah. I'm surprised
2: that he would say that, bro. As 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 many times as the system has failed him. Because the system has failed him, but Vince McMahon is running the system. So, like, I find
1: that interesting, you know? So are you trying to say that Vince McMahon is not the higher power? Yes, I am, bro. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, for for Bray Wyatt, who should be, he should be, if not a top two or three talent. yeah, He should be a top two or three talent. He should be the number one heel. He should be. In the universe, but Shane, you but want uh, Sean?
2: You want to know something interesting? I will say this, bro. This is this is the truth. Okay, I have never, bro, and you know, like I I worked with a lot of celebrities in wrestling and stuff like that. You know, and I, and I've been around quite a few. I swear to God, bro. I will say this: Vince McMahon is the only person I've had physical contact with that when he walks into a room, you feel his presence. And I've been around, yeah, yeah, seriously. And I've been around some pretty, you know, powerful people, but when he walks into a room, there is an aura. I I won't take that
1: away from him. There really is. I wish I could remember who said that in a recent interview as well, because somebody else echoed that sentiment. Yeah, and I'm going
2: back. When I say that, bro, Vince McMahon w- walked into the same room as me for the first time in, like, 1991. So, like, I'm going back, bro, 20, you know, 25 years. That's
1: that's well before he was, like, a monster television character.
2: Yeah, but he was still Vince McMahon, you know? Sure,
1: sure. Yeah. Rumors regarding TNA sale, WWE involvement. Apparently, WWE has made an offer regarding, uh, well, mainly – looking for TNA's type tape library, apparently Sinclair looking for their uh, TV time slots. But the word that I've got, well, I mean, everybody knows Billy Corgan's trying to buy it. And Vince, I've talked to probably uh, no less than a half a dozen people in the company. Every single person I talk to wants Billy Corgan buying that company. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely, no doubt about Every it. Every one of them. Yeah. They, they feel it's the, the safest bet for their job. They think it's the best bet for the company moving forward. Now, Corgan has gotten some criticism for how he ran Resistance Pro in the past. Do you think that
2: he... What were those criticisms? Like, just smart me up, because I really don't know. Like, just so I know...
1: I'm not too familiar with the situation. I'm talking about people that have have contacted me and said, "Well, he ran Resistance Pro into the ground." I'm not that familiar with the situation. But did, I never followed Resistance Pro. But like in in their
2: opinion, did did they give examples like financially no. or creatively? Nothing. Well, it's
1: not it's not around anymore. Okay, all
2: right, okay.
1: So, I mean, I don't know how things panned out for Resistance Pro. I'll, I'll read up on the subject. I'll ask around about it, but. If the people that I spoke to, who are very, very experienced, very knowledgeable, people who I think, if they were given a spot, probably could do a pretty damn good job running companies themselves, or at least in this capacity, say that they want Billy Corgan in control, that's pretty high praise. Yeah, well, hold, see, again, now, Sean, we got to look at this
2: on the surface. And bro, you know I'm I am i am a huge fan of Billy. I got a personal relationship with him. So like but He says you can't sing. Yeah, I know. I took that a little personally. But I gotta be honest here. Now, Sean, sure, here's, here's the question you gotta ask yourself. It has been documented and it is a fact that a lot of talented TNA, a lot of you know, people working behind the scenes, directors, producers, cameramen, yada 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 get paid late. Okay, oh, yeah. OK, now, so would that have something to do with sure. them making that type of a statement where at the end of the day, all they really care about is, hey, if Billy Corgan is going to supply us with a paycheck on time, we want Billy
1: Corgan as the boss. You know, you sure. know what four I'm saying, of, bro? Four, four of them man. were active talent who, have, who I also asked. And none of those four have been paid late. But, you know, the other two people. I don't know about yeah, that. they yeah. they they kind of as you mentioned skirted the issue. Because
2: that's me. Like if I'm thinking
1: okay, if Billy Corgan comes in here and I'm
2: going to get my paycheck great. I w- I want him here. You know, so I would I would love yeah. to know like you know, what's the real reason uh they all want him there. I mean, we know he's a creative guy.
1: I mean, there's no doubt yeah. about that, but is there more to it than that? Guys, before we went on the air, Vince submitted a couple of his columns for this week. Go to Fightful.com, register to get access to those. Also, early access to podcasts like this with Showdown Joe, our fantastic Thursday show with Matt Riddle. We're working on getting Matt some new equipment so you all can hear him a little bit better. Uh, Also, we have exclusives from tons of people, tons of people. From Chris Cyborg to Chael Sonnen, Daniel Cormier, Muhammad Hassan, EC3, CM Punk, uh, our boy Carlos Toro has an exclusive with uh, Ray Edwards, former NFL star who is boxing now. That's coming very soon. Uh, Also exclusives coming from the aforementioned Elijah Burke and Shane Helms. So those two who are not two of the people that I actually spoke to in regards to this because I think that that would be a bad move, Vince, if I use people that I interview frequently to get stories from because I think that's a bad exchange. I think it's a bad way to make things work. But I'll tell you what's not a bad way to make things work, Vince. Will you sing DX's theme song?
2: No, I'm not going to sing a few because I'm still a little upset with you.
1: Why are you – you're that pissy yeah. over the fantasy football thing. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, you, you run – I've not heard an explanation. You run around with Disco Inferno. Bro, people Gilbert Nettie, as you call it.
2: People need to go back and listen to the tape of last week's show and see who started what and why, because I think I clearly laid it out. You opened the show with a chip on your shoulder, then you went down the Shane Helms road. You set the tone for the entire show, and it's it's on tape, bro. Anybody can go back and listen to the shows in the vault, and they will hear it for, their, for themselves.
1: There's a lot of things that on, that are on tape and never get justice, Vince. Well, wow. it, it's a part of our society these days. I
2: handle myself yeah. like a gentleman and a scholar, and uh, you would you will you will poke in the bear.
1: Meanwhile, listen, this this has major implications. Disco Inferno is the figurehead of a fantasy football league I'm in. So you're pissy at me, then I lose at fantasy football that week i think there's some collusion going on that's what i'm getting hey,
2: at. bro if you think i would have any collusion with that lunatic you out of your mind because i'm i'm i root against him what's his record in this league he he
1: doesn't have a record he is the advisor um, he is the figurehead so you know what we did we started a revolt over half of us you know who is his now rival figurehead leader who's that Above average, Mike Sanders.
2: He is Sanders in the league.
1: He's he's now the opposing figurehead. We have dueling figureheads in our league. Well,
2: I d- I definitely
1: uh, go to the side of Sanders. I mean, no doubt about it. No doubt. He's a re- he's a real cruiserweight champion. Yes. I bet when Disco Inferno won that title, he was sitting at two hundred and thirty-five pounds. Yeah,
2: I definitely I definitely lean to the side of uh, Sanders. No doubt.
1: I do too. I do too. Uh, there's a report that Triple H sent feelers to Broken Matt Hardy about yeah. possibly coming back to the company. Your thoughts?
2: Bro, do you really think Matt Hardy's going to go back to WWE and let them totally kill that character? Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing. There's no way in the world. M- Matt Hardy is smarter than that. They wouldn't have a clue to what to do with that character. It is so levels above what they're capable of producing. Matt Hardy, now that he's built this beautiful uh, little, uh, uh. Uh, you know, gold mine for himself. He which,
1: got his kid over.
2: Yeah, he'll never. I mean, bro, he would never, ever. If he ever put that in the hands of the WWE, I would tell him to his face. He's absolutely nuts.
1: Matt Hardy got like four or five people over in this. Jeff Hardy didn't yeah. need any help. I agree. Over. I agree with he you. He didn't. Yeah, Jeff didn't need any help getting over yeah. because he's he's always over. But I didn't know who the hell Senor Benjamin was. Yeah, I agree. And now, and now, Senor Benjamin. Rebby Sky, yeah. they're all they're all doing the thing. I
2: agree. Never have. Also
1: heard that. Also heard that the the Feeler situation may be for some post wrestling work as well. Maybe mm-hmm. him on the creative team. What do you think about that, uh, bro?
2: Bro, it, it, it doesn't matter who they put on the creative team as long as Vince McMahon is there. It doesn't matter, bro. It it don't matter. They could put free. We- they go put Steven Spielberg on the creative team. Vince is going to have final say.
1: We have breaking news, Vince. What do we got? Let me pull this up for you. Breaking news here on the Fightful.com podcast. Let me screen share this. Heath Slater finally got his above ground pool. That
2: is great, Mo. Good for him. That's funny, bro. He did it. That is funny.
1: Dreams do come true. Good for Heath Slater. That is funny, bro. I love that guy. Yeah. Incredibly entertaining, that guy. Vince, I listened to an interesting interview you did with ODB. I I sense some friction there. You got deep with everybody, Vince. Well,
2: bro, I I sense friction with ODB like the whole time I was working with it because I think ODB felt that I always put the pretty blonde girls before her, which yeah. really wasn't the case. I, I mean, I, I don't think that was the case at all. But I mean, I could understand. I mean, I was very friendly with Angelina and and Velvet, and I, I could I could see her feeling that way. But from a professional standpoint, I I never. I never favored them over her.
1: She came across as kind of a little more introverted on the podcast yeah, than you would expect from her. Absolutely, bro. Wouldn't you believe? Yeah, abs, no doubt about it. Absolutely, bro. Because there, there's an issue with a lot of the women in pro wrestling being given characters and it not working out. She is a just a character. Yes, absolutely. Well, look,
2: bro, look at what she's doing now for crying out loud. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: You know? You know they passed her up on Tough Enough, like didn't even make it to the house. Back in the day. Isn't that weird? That is weird. They
2: passed up a lot of people. They passed up a lot of people. Evil Lee's.
1: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I can't
2: imagine that.
1: Awesome Kong. Yeah. They passed up her. Um, They they passed
2: passed up up Awesome Kong?
1: Yep. Shad Gaspard of... uh, Tough enough. Yeah,
2: but awesome. Kong is such yeah. a freaking unique individual. I mean, how does that not stand out? Like, I didn't know that, bro. That's yeah. that's nuts. Johnny
1: Mundo one season got passed over, then won. That's nuts, uh, too. Jackie Jackie Gata, who also won the second season, got passed over, then she won. They passed up Gunner. uh, Shelly Martinez, who played uh, Ariel and Selena. She's, She's a good friend.
2: Bro, how is Gunner not working for somebody? Like, like, seriously, like, what is he, was he just doing all independent shots? I guess, and I never
1: hear of him doing, like, you never hear his name. How the tied freak to is he candy? not doing something, man? Are you kidding me? I don't know. He's been around a long time, too. He's a he's a ring veteran. Yeah, bro,
2: but he's believable, Man.
1: Who else the But do they
2: still out? use those guys? Like, I, you know who I haven't seen for a while? I think they're on Raw, and I know I watch Raw every week. Isn't uh, uh, um, Breeze and Fandango, are they on Raw? They're, they're oh. technically on SmackDown, but they're never used. Yeah, they have to be yeah, because I fast-forwarded through SmackDown. I didn't see them.
1: Yeah, SmackDown was – I thought it was an okay show this week. Not the greatest thing in the world, but compared to a three-hour Raw, man, it'll seem like it. Also, I'm trying to see who else they may have passed up. They passed up the Boogeyman because he was too old, but
2: yeah they, yeah, they don't like it. They don't like age.
1: And Matt Morgan, I'd say probably Matt Morgan is one of my favorite guys to ever come off of that show. Yeah. What other wrestling news do we have this week before we we wrap up? Oh man. What what do you think of WWE and Ring of Honor putting in alleged bids? for TNA wrestling?
2: Well, uh, you know, I mean, WWE, obviously it's the, um, you know, it's the library they're looking for, you know, ring of honor, bro. I mean, if they're looking for that time slot, you know, I mean, they, they, they kind of had the opportunity at destination America, didn't they? Yeah. And it
1: didn't quite work out. Well, some would say that Dixie Carter screwed that up for everybody.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know the facts, but I don't know. I, yeah. my my biggest thing with that whole TNA thing is, bro, like I, I, I keep asking myself the question, like, <laughs> what is Billy Corgan buying? Yeah. Like why I if, if he's got the money to buy the company, I don't know if he wouldn't be better off starting from scratch. Exactly. That's that's what I wonder. Just you know? Because if you buy into that, you're you're buying debt. Yeah, you're buying dead and you're buying into a very damaged and tarnished name. I mean, I, I would have to assume on day one, Billy Corgan would change the name of the company. I would hope so. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, I would hope so.
1: Let's see. There are rumors. We'll get to the rumors now. There has been talk of doing like a, a shooters group on SmackDown involving – Jack Swagger, Dolph Ziggler, and Shelton Benjamin, according to The Observer. Your thoughts of how that would work? You look at Dolph Ziggler as a shooter? Well, he is. He's a he's a, one of the greatest wrestlers in Kent State history. Yeah, but Held they, the record but,
2: in, they, but they've never really portrayed him that never. way. You know what I mean, bro? Never. So that's, that's, that's why I think they'd have a problem.
1: Here's a real issue, especially if you call it a shooter group. If those are shooters, what the hell is everybody else you're portraying? Yeah, they're all supposed to be shooters. Yeah, I always,
2: I I always wanted to do that, bro. But I'm talking about when we had guys like Shamrock and Blackman and freaking Severn. Like, can you imagine, like the real deal
1: guys? I always wanted to do that. We just never got around to it. Devon Dudley may take a job as an agent with WWE, while Bubba Ray could work the independent scene.
2: Wow, you know what, bro? You know what's so interesting about that? I, I read that headline. I do this a lot, bro. I read headlines and I don't read the story. And when I read the headline, I was assuming they were talking about
1: Bubba. No. Which, I mean, I think he'd be probably pretty good at it. I've yeah. heard raving reviews of him, like, helping yeah. talent out. Well,
2: I'm glad, though, man, because uh, Devon would be great at it, too, man. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad to that that's Devon because I think Bubba could work wherever he wants to work. So like, I'm, I'm glad to hear that Steve on that, that, that would make
1: sense. He lives in Florida. That would make sense to me. One of my friends who those of you on the Wednesday show know is the guy who is a big fan of Nikita Krylov. Corey Cropper just sent me a text that said, how am I just finding out there's a kayfabe commentaries 98 timeline with Russo? Oh yeah, baby. It, very good. That's, that is one of my favorite series period. Yeah. I love the timelines. Yeah. That's really good stuff. You doing any more work with them? Yeah, bro. We we've this we've talked about doing like a whole attitude era series. Do you know I reached out to Sean Oliver about doing like post pay per view podcasts? Yeah. Was was in talks with him. He's one of the best interviewers.
0: I agree.
2: I say that Period. all the time. No doubt. Period. No doubt. And what, he's not interested? What's the problem?
1: <laughs> so the response I got back, which we, we talked a little bit, and he said, The problem with that is I'd have to watch it. <laughs> oh gosh. That's funny. Yeah, he's yeah, Sean guy. Oliver, great. a very good guy in the limited amount of interaction I've had with him. Yeah. And yeah. somebody I really respect. As somebody who has to chase down the interviews and stuff, the amount of preparation. that Oh, guy forget it, bro. Work yeah, he's great. Untouchable. I agree. Untouchable. What do you have going on this weekend, Vince? You have any bookings anywhere?
2: No, nah, bro. We got TV next Saturday, oh, man. Yeah. We next Saturday, bro. We're like a week away, man.
1: When when can I expect my plane
2: tickets, Vince? Oh bro, I I think we get you out here eventually, bro. You know who you
1: should book? Is our Thursday guy, Matt Riddle.
2: Yeah, bro. You had to see yesterday all the all the rule changes made really at Rocky Mountain Pro. Yes, sorry.
1: Is that something you can speak on, or is that going to be? No, I,
2: I'll movie? I'll definitely speak on it. My whole my whole objective is first of all, every match is a ten minute time limit. My whole, unless otherwise, you know, uh, you know. But my whole my whole thing is, bro. People have totally gotten away from professional wrestling, and the object of a professional wrestling match, and the object has never changed to pin your opponent inside the ring, one, two, three. So we have made rule changes that literally are designed to keep the match in the ring. Bro, here's what people don't understand and here's where I get such heat. When you think about the e-logic in professional wrestling today, Sean, think about this for a second. There's a guy who goes to the top rope, okay? Now the object is to pin your opponent in the middle of the ring. okay sure. think about the logic in this. guy goes to the top rope, jumps off the top rope to the outside and lands lands on somebody. okay now in yes. doing that there's a chance that he hurts himself, okay now if, if he's lucky and he does
1: both at storyline and reality. Yeah.
2: now if he's lucky and he doesn't hurt himself, He literally has 10 seconds to get himself up and pick up the 220 or 230 or 250 pound carcass, roll the dead carcass back into the middle of the ring. They're dead. So he can, he can pin his opponent. One, two, three. Does anybody like not understand how utterly ridiculous
1: that is? I've had I've always had a pretty strict philosophy as it pertains to stuff like that. Like, I'll do matches at this lower level, and even I, I like try to implement this. I don't jump to the outside unless there are two two situations. There are like four people out there who keep getting involved in the match, and it's your way psychologically of taking out those other guys, or it's a situation where the other guy keeps running from you, and that's the only way you can track him down. There has to be a reason, right? Like there, it can't be you just going. Time to jump, yeah.
2: Because well, there there is a reason, bro. They wanted this is awesome chant. That's that's your reason. What's well, the reason? I don't like that. That's the reason. So we, we I hate it. We've changed a
1: lot of rules to keep the match in the ring. You know what? That, that's a compliment getting that chant. Sure, but I think putting together a psychological match that people stand up for and clap for at the end is. A much, much more like something that that moves them, and the, people don't understand how high that really is from the floor to the top rope. Like, not a whole lot of way to protect yourself, bro. It's
2: like reason. you think about this; like, it's so it's it's become so freaking illogical now. They've gotten away, bro. You you think about you know Dean Ambrose's suicide dive through the second rope. Okay, bro. Yeah. Is the object of the match, Dean, to kill yourself? That you're taking a suicide dive. That's the object of the match. Now, it's gotten so far away from pin your opponent one, two, three. It's 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 yeah.
1: ridiculous, bro. Where it is now. That's why I say that something like that should be used. Like, say Seth Rollins is just running from him around the ring, around right. the ring. Won't, I won't right. fight Ambrose. Right. Then Ambrose comes through the ropes. Right. Make give a reason. Right. Right. Don't just make it a thing that happens and. More. Don't make it a thing that happens in every single one of your matches right. to
2: where it's not special anymore. Right. I mean, bro, I swear to God that. And you said we talk about this later on, but bro, that that freaking cruiserweight match, bro. If one more guy gets kicked in the face and doesn't sell it.
1: Oh, Cedric Alexander sold very well.
2: Yeah, but bro, there were about six super kicks in that match, bro, and. Uh,
1: I used I used to have a real problem with that, but here here's the way that I I kind of calmed myself down. There's a guy named Mirko Krokop, and every time he head kicks somebody, they go to sleep. But if anybody else in MMA head kicks somebody, it's not necessarily going to put them to sleep. Now, if Shawn Michaels shows up, everybody knows that's still going to finish them. If Jake Roberts shows up at sixty something years old and DDT somebody, they're done. They're out. That's just the way it is. I, but I—that is a move that—it's one of those moves that it's so easy to do that everybody does it. Yeah. But I think there should be there should be storyline explanations and stuff like this. Like, well, this is why it doesn't have as much impact. Have JBL or Corey Graves say he doesn't turn his hip enough when he does it. Have them say something. Have them explain it. Break it down psychologically, like a Joe Rogan does on UFC. I agree with that. I think that there are a lot of things that they can take from that. Yep. The money thing is another one of those, Vince. Like Heath Slater, we are happy for him because he gets to buy his above-ground pool because he keeps winning now. Winning matches, that should be an important thing in pro wrestling.
2: That's what our, our, our champion, our champion Sam Dell, who used to be in NXT, by the way, just so you know. Yep. Sam Dell, terrific-looking athlete. terrific wrestler bro again i don't know how they missed the boat on this guy but the fact of the matter is he's the champion and it's all about the money it's all about the doors that 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 opens he can name his price on the indie circuit he can go to japan he can go to puerto rico that's what it's all about the the um the reality of the business it's money it's not about a freaking belt that everybody
1: wants it's about that belt puts money in his pocket I agree. I completely agree. That's what the whole prize fighter thing should be about for Kevin Owens. You right. shouldn't be That's he shouldn't right. getting counted out or DQ'd. That's right. By bro. the way, by the way, your girl, Nikita LaFleur, follows me on Twitter now. I'm Had to fan to. myself off over that. i have to put into that. Just saying. She follows me. She follows me. Have to put tell the people. Me. Tell the people about the brand before we go. The brand on
2: Podcast One every day of the week, Monday through Friday, with a different theme. Uh, you can hear me on Podcast One. Uh, Russo's Brand.com is where everything's going on. My Twitter account is at uh, the Vince Russo. And, you know, Rocky Mountain Pro, man, a week away from the TV tapings and the first show, October 9th, bro, right around the corner, baby. That's a pretty quick turnaround from your first tapings, too. Yeah. And I'll give you the scoop, too, now, Sean uh, Sean Ross. We have TNA. I'm I'm hoping. Josh Matthews, future Rocky Mountain Pro champion. I'm hoping uh, we can have an open-door relationship with TNA. Uh, That's what Mr. Corgan and myself have been talking about. And on our show, uh, we will, we will. I'm very excited that we are going to be bringing in uh, Miss Marty Bell, and nice. I think you're going to see a very different Miss Marty Bell at Rocky Mountain Pro.
1: Listen, Vince, I can talk to James about upping your pay if you bring me in and give me the Goldberg push.
2: Talk to him. I'll do it. Just give Up me my the pay, Goldberg baby. Push. Up my
1: pay, baby. I'll make it happen. Yeah. I think that I think it'd be best for business if yeah. I'm sitting there just running out and spearing everybody, all 185 pounds of me.
2: Or you could be uh, Disco Inferno's tag team partner. Oh, man. His
1: illegitimate son. It would be very much a Rhino Heath Slater situation there. And I would have to save Disco, I think, from making bad fantasy football decisions, from making bad booking decisions. Bad haircuts, bro. Really, bad haircuts. really bad haircuts, man. Terrible haircuts. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Uh, He's trying to ruin fantasy football for me, and I won't let him. Yeah. Did you see, before we go, I don't know how often you look. It's still going on. Twelve minutes ago, we get a tweet. Disco Inferno is arguing with someone on Twitter called The Anal Bead.
2: Oh, God, bro. Well, I don't know what is freaking wrong with him, bro.
1: The guy has two followers. Now, all respect to the anal bead. He is incredibly kind to me on Twitter. I, I don't want to say an anal bead is kind to me, but <laughs> Disco Inferno is arguing with the anal bead. Not he's not. <laughs> He's not a good anal. Bee. Bro, he he he, 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 he was having
2: that argument going on with somebody else, and I'm I'm not going to put the other person over. And he literally came on my show yesterday and started talking about the other person. And I'm like, bro, do you understand that in talking about this guy on podcast one, you are now putting <laughs> him over? Like, do you? He he doesn't. He, that doesn't even register with him, bro.
1: Incredibly entertaining guy is Glenn Gilberty. <sighs> Or Gilbert as you call it. Well, I'll give him that. Gilber- he's yeah. an entertaining guy, and when he's on a podcast, I listen. Yes, yes. So there's that. Yep. Guys, go to fightful.com. Live viewing parties all weekend. Clash of Champions, UFC, Invicta, all kinds of stuff this weekend. You guys, go there. Join our discuss forums. Talk some trash. We're revamping our uh, our forums as well, so go there and register. Lots of fun stuff. I have podcasts after uh, Clash of Champions. Have one sometime this weekend covering UFC, maybe right after the show. Until next time, guys, we are out.